in a world where two 20-somethings should be cooking food every day, we are on the hunt for recipes that don't suck. Yeah, we really didn't know how to start this. It's a first-time podcast for us little kids over here. And, um, yeah, we are just two people that don't really know how to cook. We're self-taught, um, you know, started learning in high school age, moved out together, made a lot of mac and cheese, hamburger helper. We got really over it, so then we learned how to make more complicated shit. Well, let's be honest here. You got over it. I was going to eat it for, like, another probably year and put on an extra 30 pounds. Well, you mean you would eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and just live forever. What do you mean would? I'd still eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese every day. Yep, that's why you don't make the shopping list. Well, fine. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, we're just a, like, late 20s couple looking for recipes that don't suck and are interesting in general. We cook all genres, you know, white people food is probably the primary <laughs> one. But, uh, you know, we like a lot of Asian stuff, too. I just get bored of all the sugar, you know. That's why I love it. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, already I take issue with the fact that you say that we can't cook. It's like on Sorted where they say two chefs and three normals no we we can cook we can't we're not super fancy but oh yeah that's fair yeah on sort of they're always like oh we're normals and then they're like oh pate i know exactly how to cook that with aubergine like fuck you <laughs> they know what they're doing um but i mean they evolved over time like us um, so we are here today to review a recipe that we tried recently. Um, the title of our new show is going to be Home Cookery and Other Sins, which does come from buggery. That's what I think of when I named the show. From what? Buggery. Explain. Uh, ass rape buggery. Oh. Okay, then. <laughs> But, I mean, also, that and also there's a mission in Red Dead Redemption where you have to do money lending and other sins and, uh, with, like, Levi Strauss over there. and The denim guy? Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about that when I made it. So. Can you tell somebody's replaying a game? Yeah, well, it's been around forever. It's a good game. You should play it. Um, <laughs> no, we're here to talk about food. Yeah. Well, anyway, we're talking about a recipe by Chef John. He's one of our favorites. Chef John with foodwishes.com. Yeah, and I honestly don't know his last name because that's how much of a fan I am. But, but we really do like him. Um, so this one that he decided to make kind of recently-ish, it's hard to tell with videos. Like, you never know when it came out. Somebody will be talking about a movie, and it's like, Oh, yeah, that just came out like a second ago. And you're like, that was 10 years ago. You're like, I was 10 years younger back then. It feels like it was a second. (laughs) Sigh. Sigh. All the sighs. Um, But this, um, this 
pasta recipe. You know, it's going to be good because it's pasta. Like, can't fuck it up that bad. Um, sure you could. You could <laughs> let me cook the pasta. Apparently, I cook it to mush if left to my own devices. Yeah, like al dente, it's supposed to be just kind of on the edge of not crunchy, like with a little bit of crunch. Nope. Because otherwise it gets mushy when you mix the pasta with the sauce, which you're always supposed to do in like every recipe there is. I mean, anyway. <laughs> so this pasta is clam chowder pasta. and There's his last name. Oh, John Mitsowich. Uh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Um, like, like it makes sense that he has like a Jewy last name because he looks <laughs> Jewy in that picture or something. Sorry, Hebrews. Uh, in that, I guess in that picture, considering you see almost exclusively his hands and sometimes his forearms in his videos. Yeah, you never see what he looks like. Except for weird reflections in like the bowls because they're metal or something. You're or like, he's oh. on his stainless steel table. Yeah, this weird guy. Because, you know, everybody's got a stainless steel table in their kitchen. Well, yeah, chefs do. Well, where's my stainless steel table? You're a cook, not a chef. I'm sad now. Yeah, we don't have any chefy training to be chefs. That's okay, though. Touche. It's a lot of money, and I don't want to do it for a living. It sounds like it sucks. Um, but, you know, thanks to everybody for doing that, because I like to eat your food that I don't have to make. So, you're the real MVPs out there. Um, okay, all right, so clam chowder pasta. It sounds like Brownman's Delight, something my brother would say. Brosif, my brother. He, wow. <laughs> he actually has his own podcast, which I'm going to name drop to see if I could catch any weirdos out there. He does the uh, Probing Ancient Aliens podcast. Um, so, yeah. So, Brownman's Delight. Very white people food. Probably shouldn't have been made, but I was so intrigued by the idea of, like, cream sauce. <laughs> cream sauce. And cream shots. Cream sauce. Ah, cream like, shots. Okay. <laughs> cream sauce. Cream chaucer. The poet. Uh, the Chaucer? Yeah, Chaucer. He wrote like little old medieval limericks or whatever the hell. Do you have an example of one of these limericks? Limericks is the wrong word. <laughs> I'm not an English major. It's a thing we have No, to you just like to correct me like you are one. That's just grammar. Your grammar. Mm. I put words together goods. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your phonetics is like, I don't even know how that works in your brain. I didn't watch Schoolhouse Rocks growing up. Well, that's, they didn't talk about spelling. They talked about phonetics, didn't they? No. Oh, those are conjunctions. That's a totally different part of speech. <laughs> that and I'm just a bill. Those are the only two things I know. Mm. Can you tell what my teachers like to play every year? Yeah. Yep. Um, coming back around. Why? <laughs> to Brownman's Delight. Yeah, Brownman's Delight. So let's be honest here. I found this recipe because I have far too much time on my hands and said, hmm, this is something Ashley might like. And then I ran it by you and you gave it the seal of approval for trial. Yeah, but I 
Cream sauce pasta is like my favorite thing, so like it wasn't gonna be that bad anyway. You slice it, and also Nick was gonna eat clams, and he's a big seafood baby, so that's a win for me. Um, We've made clam chowder like two or three times before this. Yeah, that those were already wins. This is another one. Well, because it's mostly just hot cream and potatoes. Hot cream. Hot cream in my mouth. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, our first impressions, or, yeah, my first impressions on looking at this recipe. Um, and there's a video and there's a written recipe, which is always good because when there's just the video, like, <laughs> and no way to access the written one without paying for it, you're going to fuck something up. Especially since, like, the written one's never the same as the video one. Some chefs are better than others at that, but, like, Chef John's pretty decent about it, but some, you know, there's always going to be differences that are annoying between the two, and it's just, like, easier to write a grocery list when you're, like, looking at the words, other than, you know, rather than just listening to the dumb guy say stuff and write it down, like, what am I, a dictator? <laughs> Dictationist. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not a word, but dictationist. I'd dictator dictates to the dictationist. And <laughs> Probably. But, but what about the dictator? Mm. Are they the assistants of the dictator, or the dictationist? Uh, I mean either one. I really just wanted to say dick, one more time, so you know. Dicks. Which reminds me of a fun fact about the expression uh, detective or why people would be called dicks because a detective was a, I don't know where I was going with this. Moving on. Oh, fascinating facts with Nick. That'll never pan out to anything because. He knows things, but only when it's convenient and not when it's being recorded. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, he'll have some more later. No, um, I won't. maybe I will. Yeah. Always Back in twenty out six, I wasn't going anywhere with that. Why are you looking at me like I was going to say something? Okay. Uh, so we're looking at this recipe and watching the video. I'm like, these shells that he's got, like the pot, the specific pasta type he has. I'm like, shells is genius because it's got that like lippy vagina. Wow. thing to it like clams wow. like lippy vaginas like you know it makes a lot of sense because they kind of scissor together in your in your recipe and it you know all the cream goes inside the lippy pasta it sounds gross but it's very organic uh, um, yeah but <laughs> cream and vaginas they go together yeah you know when you're making pasta and it's like I, some people don't think this way, but I love pasta, so it's got to be the right shape for the thing. Oh, I definitely don't think this way. Spaghetti with everything. Yeah, if you try to put spaghetti with, like, any, like, thick, meaty meat or, like, chunky thing, it's not going to, like, it's going to be two separate things. The pasta is not going to integrate with the meat. And you're going to have, like, a plate left with meat after you eat all the, like, 
Num, 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 num. Yeah, like all the greasy oil pasta and then meat. It's they're two separate dishes and not one integrated dish. It's meat flavored noodles. What else do you want? I guess maybe the meat. I want I want the meat to be with the noodles. Well, what meat's in this? Are we talking about we're talking about clams? Yeah, clams. What about the bacon? Does that go in with the creamy sauce pasta and the vagina shells? Yeah, there's also bacon. But yeah, bacon's not going to stick to your long grain pasta, your long grain noodles. <laughs> long grain rice, long grain noodles. Something new every day. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but so these, these shells are like, they're just this gorgeous looking size for the picture, but... They're not the regular size or the mini size or the jumbo like stuff and shell size. So you're like, what size is this? And you have to go to Italy or some shit to find it? Like, yes, you do. That's the answer. You can't find it. <laughs> but it's. Wait, did we not find it? Did we did not find the size. We oh. had to go with regular shell size, which worked out just fine. I didn't even know that there was a difference between what was on the screen and what we ended up eating. There so. was. So apparently it worked just fine. It was just fine, honestly, yeah. Our clams were like cheap, kind of oh, frozen well, shit we'll, clams. Yeah, we'll so talk they weren't about like, that later. They weren't big enough to merit a giant shell, anyways. Um, but. Yeah, so we didn't find the right shell size, and that's things that I worry about when I look at a recipe, right? Because I'm just a person with a limited budget, and I got to go to a regular store. I don't like to go to more than one store if I can avoid it. It's annoying. You know, I will if it's, like, something really special, but I hate it. It's just stupid. I want to get all my stuff at one place. Now, does Amazon count as another store or no? Because you can get well, that you online. Order it. Yeah, that doesn't count. If you get it delivered, then I don't have to get off my lazy ass and go get it. Well, I was just asking. Like, yeah. That's oh, yeah. how we get a lot of uh, weird Asian sauces and his ingredients is just Amazon, so. Yeah, we just got a natto paste powder. We just got a natto powder. Which, I still don't know how much flavor that adds. It kind of acts like a turmeric and where it just dyes your counter. Yes. But you could say something similar about paprika, and I feel like it does have a lot of flavor at the end of the day. It's, it, yeah, you can use it to dye clothes if you want, but like it will dye your spoons, but it has flavor. I don't know. We were making a pancit, pancit. It was really good. I, I'm not mad about the annatto because it's similar to acciote. It's like the same pepper or something like that, different part of the pepper, and I've, I've, you need acciote for a bunch of Mexican dishes, apparently, and they don't have it at the stores we're at. So are we, did we put that in this clam chowder recipe to make it like a, a red chowder? We sure didn't, sure did not. How did we go this long and I haven't said the word chowder with my terrible impersonation of a Boston accent? Um, well, we made it this far. Self-control. All 15 minutes into the conversation about lippy vagina pastas and never once saying chata. Quiet Oh, no, not the quiet <laughs> firefighters. Oh, Matt Damon. It's Matt Damon, right? Matt Damon, yeah. Yeah, it's him doing his version of a Boston accent. Matt Damon. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. Other thoughts. <laughs> Other thoughts about this recipe. 
when we were looking at it. Um, you know, how easy is it going to be for me to get? How much can I substitute things without ruining something just catastrophically? I mean, really, there was only one ingredient that you could have left out. What was that? Is it not tarragon? What was the? Yeah, it was tarragon. It was tarragon. It was tarragon. I and you with an M. Tarragon. Are you sure? Yep. I don't want to see the recipe. <laughs> Well, good thing we conveniently have it. Oh, what? All of the internet at your disposal at any given Tarragon. moment? Tarragon. Dummy. Okay. All right. Hey, I thought it was something. I thought it was marjoram or margarine. No, Tom it's Bergeron. not marjoram. Now, it's, now we're going to talk about AFV. Let's switch the topic of the podcast. AFV streaming on Disney+. Plus. No. But you should watch that because it will make you feel happy. <laughs> It will. If you're really sad, you'll probably be happy. And there's nothing complicated or like it's YouTube before political YouTube. about it. It's, there's nothing about it that's complicated and sad. Like this recipe. Segue back to the topic <laughs> at hand. Yeah, this recipe's. It's not complicated or sad. Um, but unless you don't like clams. If you don't like clams, why are you listening to this then? Though. Well, yeah. It's we're gonna do recipes that aren't seafood, but. I do like seafood. We're going to do recipes that aren't seafood? Yeah, because you don't eat it because you're a big baby boy. Yeah. Yep. But I'm weird about seafood, though. Like, I don't like cooked salmon, but raw, like salmon presented sushi style, num, 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 num. Put it in my Yeah, mouth. he eats raw fish. Yep. But not cooked fish. Nope. And then he likes clams. I won't, I won't eat raw shrimp either. Or cooked shrimp, really. You don't like shrimp. I'm not the biggest shrimp fan. I can, you know, if you deep fry, if you deep fry just about anything, you know, mm. put it with some uh, coleslaw, put it on a bun, call it a po' boy. Yeah, I've, I've clams made shrimp you like. So for some reason, clams are better. Oysters, disgusting. Haven't had one yet. Can't get past the site. It's I'll probably break down and do it one time. That's fair. They look like boogers. The texture is boogery. It's gross. I get why people don't like it, but I love it. Well, see, that's why I went with clam chowder, because I know that everybody skips out on the clams. There's like one clam for every five-gallon bucket of chowder. Yeah, and exactly. So I thought that was a good introduction for me to get it's used to something weird. Soup. That's why you got to make it at home. <laughs> and we st- we're making it at home. We're still making it disappointing sometimes because we keep underclamming for the ratio of the chowder. Yes, we always underclam. You need the you need the right amount of clams, Sam. Well, that's because we're gonna we're gonna talk about this next part of the clams where everybody says I've seen like eight different YouTube videos of yeah, various getting, chefs. Getting ahead. Getting ahead. What? You're getting ahead of what the am I outline. Of? I am organized. Oh, you're organized? Yeah. Okay. Yes, but on the note of clam chowder, yes, we've made it a couple times. It was really good. I mean, I thought it was really good. <laughs> it had more clams than your average clam chowder and way more flavor. So, yeah, but I mean, what? so we have some practice with the soup and with the pasta I was like, this is going to be watery and awful. Like, how are we going to make this a creamy pasta sauce when there's so much water in it? Heavy whipping cream. There's heavy whipping cream and clam chowder. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, just add more and flour. And it works at the end of the day. I just was like... It's all about that real life. I just was dubious of it. Dubious. There's a $5 word. Yeah. And then I just realizing in my notes, I wrote, 
uh, in the recipe. Uh, there, you know, there could be more bacon on top, maybe something green on top to make it look a little less brown. And literally the picture on the recipe has that, and we just are stupid and didn't really do it. What, put green onions in it? No, it's parsley. Oh, parsley. Yeah, it's like parsley, like See, grass. The, it's grass on top of there. The reason why we didn't do parsley is because... So what was the next note on there? Um, after the the parsley that we didn't do, canned clams. Okay, so the reason for the parsley that we didn't do is I'm pretty sure we just ran out for the week. Oh, maybe. Yeah, that that happens. I don't know. I don't um, know why we didn't do the parsley. Maybe we got lazy. I think we did. It's just funny because I was like looking at it, the actual recipe, and I'm like, I'm a idiot like it says to do it yeah. i don't know maybe uh, <laughs> we did do it maybe you just mixed it in and forgot before no. you took the picture no there was no grass there's, on there's that no lawn grass. you can't play ball no play when ball. there's no grass on it's the lawn it's such a hmm <laughs> anywho yeah. Uh, so we were okay. So we were gonna go to canned clams. Canned clams. Oh, you want a more vagina? Canned rev- canned <laughs> clams. The biggest lie. To be fi- so. Uh, to circle back to my point that I was rudely interrupted on. Like eight separate YouTubers of different clam chatter recipes chatter have said, yeah, you can just use canned clams. They taste the same. They're fine. They're also commonly full of sand. I Maybe we got a bad batch. Maybe we got a, the no. wrong brand. But we've had two cans of canned clams, both of them full of sand. I don't say anything about rinsing it off. Just pour it out of the can and straight into your chowder. Sand. Yeah, both Chef John and Kenji Lopez all, which I'm like, sand, what? Man. So I trusted them because it's Kenji, and I'm like, oh, yeah, he makes good stuff. So we tried it, and I was like, this is going to be gross and canned, and it totally was. Like, it's it's gross. I don't... I didn't taste gross. I just got... It was sandy and crunchy, and it was the wrong texture. Well, there's that, plus it's... I didn't think it tasted gross. I just hated the texture. Apparently, you can taste a lot better than I can. It's like when you get canned corn or any canned vegetable, well, and you taste like the tinny shit taste. See, I can't taste the. T- I can. I. Oh, the only time I've ever tasted the tin, is with canned pineapples. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And the clams taste like that, and there's the corn a, tastes like that. There's enough cream that it drowns out the tin and the clams. It's it's, it's the sand. No. Okay, fine. It's the taste and the sand. The, the sand sucks. I can't get past the sand. The texture is terrible in general. The it's like fine. soggy and it's not like rubbery. Like it should be bouncy on your palate. If you know a better brand of canned clams, internet listener, like the three people yes, that are that we my don't family have yet. Yes. that are listening to this, please recommend a better brand canned of canned clam. I think we did like Bumblebee or something, which is a weird name for a canned clam brand. Yeah, it's you know it's chicken of the sea, same mm, shit. Mm. Bees of the ocean. Ah, clams. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. So yeah. what did we so do in experience, You gotta get frozen if you could get fresh. Like fuck you, but also do that. Because I'm sure that would be better. Why fuck you? But, because 
because you're close enough to the ocean to get fresh clams. I mean, like, we could have gotten fresh frozen clams. Yeah, we got frozen clams, Ours which are great. butter sauce that we washed off because we didn't want the butter sauce. That was for this yeah. one specific instance. Well, yeah, they didn't have just plain ones at the Winco, which I'm going to talk about Winco a lot because I fucking love Winco. Shout out to Winco if it's, <laughs> you got one near you. It's like Costco meets, what, Stater Brothers? It's Costco uh, without it's a like membership. Kind of. But smart and final. Smart and final. There we kinda, go. Yeah. Like, like they a better have stuff. smart and final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have stuff in bulk, but then also not. And their meat section it's is just It's just the meat section. You huge. love the meat section. Oh, and, and like the, where you get the candy by like the jar. Yeah. But they, they also do bags like rice, rice and flowers and, like, and the weirdest like things. Like every type of grain you could want, you, could you just buy however much and put it in a bag. You can it's buy awesome. breadcrumbs. You it's a candy can buy, store like for it's grains. random. Some of it is random <laughs> as hell. <laughs> yeah, and meat. I mean, the it's the meat. The meat is what brings sold you there. Me. We got a brisket there for like brisket. How many pounds is that brisket? Was oh, that like what we turned into brisket? the the corned beef? Yeah, it was thirteen. 13, 13 pound brisket. It was like 50 bucks. Yeah. Like 50 bucks. Point and flat. Full piece. Yeah, like a big I think it's called butcher's thing. cut. I don't know. It's It was awesome. It was and delicious. we made corned beef and... and Never going to talk about that recipe, though. No. But it's a good recipe. Why wouldn't we talk about that recipe? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's a long one, but it's good. Make it. I mean, oh, it's a long one. Pastrami. <laughs> purely passive. Uh, well, if you don't have a huge fridge, you can't use your fridge for like nine days. Oh, well. So, we, didn't, we don't, by the way. <laughs> no. And we don't have a second fridge either. Like, we're, what do you think? I am upper middle class? Yeah, we're still claiming to be 20-somethings. Like, I'm 30. Only one of us is a 20-something. We don't talk about that. Anywho. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so we got frozen clams. One bag of frozen clams is never enough clams. We need like five times the amount of clams. If you Depending know. on how clammy you want it. If you like the texture of clams, don't chop them up. Leave them whole. Get frozen. Like all you have to do is throw them in a just any pot really with nothing just dry close the thing and steam them they will open up their pretty little mouths like all by themselves it's kind of cute and gross you know they just they open up and then you can just scoop the little ah, vagina meat out i was gonna say completing the vagina metaphors <laughs> yeah ah uh, the vagina monologues okay well you know clams are really vaginal looking <laughs> uh i mean kind of anyway so other than that uh our shopping trip um needed to get more frozen clams so that would have you know that ups the price um but everything else though was totally like already in our pantry there was not a lot of stuff we had to get extra for this or it was like you know your mirepoix carrot, celery, onion type things that are just easy and cheap to get. Um, the tarragon was the other interesting thing that... Yeah, not everybody's going to be able to get that. Yeah, but we we did find it and... When Shout out to Winco. Yeah. And if you could get it, like, I'm not going to make clam chowder ever again without tarragon because the licorice flavor is just... It's... 
for some reason it works. I didn't think it would, but it totally works. Um, yeah, so I, but everything else was like kind of cheap or we already had it or whatever it is. So not unachievable in terms of shopping for it. Um, was the clam juice surprisingly more expensive than you thought it would be? Yeah, I guess I guess that's true. You know, that might be regional juice, or by the like store, but we did buy two because we didn't follow the directions and buy shitty canned clams. Yeah, yeah you gotta get a lot of clam juice, which you have to use. You have to use clam juice. Clam juice, like fish sauce, one of those things that smells terrible, <laughs> but once you put it in there, you understand why. Yeah, it's. It's super gross if you just drank it or like I, because I did, of course I did. I smelled it and I was like, this is awful. And then I tasted it a little bit. It was awful. But. Mmm. <laughs> <laughs> Glowing recommendation for clam juice. It's disgusting, but you can't get the taste of clam chowder if you don't use clam juice. Like, the taste that you're craving that you think of when you think of clam chowder is from the clam juice, not the clams. Clams. Like, don't They're really have that much flavor. flavor. They're just chewy and vaginal. That's all. No. Yeah. No. Like, visually, maybe, but... Well, I hope you've never chewed on a vagina. I wouldn't... That's... Eyebrows, eyebrows. Keep your vagina away from this guy. <laughs> um, I mean, I wouldn't chew on him. Mm. Maybe somebody's into that. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like those, like some of those inner meat flaps, might be that texture. Oh, no. No. Moving on. Um, no more vaginas. Yeah. So yeah, when we were cooking it, we definitely didn't skimp on the clam juice because we learned from cooking the chowder that you need it, even though it's gross. And we'll say we. I, I mean, we didn't over bacon because I liked the amount of bacon. We did use more than what was recommended solely because there was like two hidden pieces because they were so like thinly stacked together. <laughs> Secret bacon. Secret bacon. <laughs> yeah. Secret bacon, uh, best I mean, bacon. Bacon's, you kind of need bacon for a good chowder, but you don't want too much bacon. Yeah, I think we over, I still think we over bacon for this recipe. It. Maybe. But it helped hide it. the fact that we didn't have enough clams. Yeah, it's like you needed something there. You gotta have the bacon though, like, or a lot of recipes for chowder start with salt pork, and you, like, you need that salty, porky flavor as, like, a base to the whole thing, and then you kind of get the fond, the sticky, juicy meat bits on the bottom into the, what you're cooking, and it just gives you this depth of flavor that you can only get from pork. Um... But would you use if you had it like a not like the the pre-cut little tiny pancettas, but if you get like a slab of it, would you sub that if you wanted to fancy it up, or is bacon like the only call for this? You'd think. Um. Well, I don't think I would use pancetta because you want that smokiness of the bacon. Yeah, because right? you want the smokiness from bacon, and I would. I, I would just use bacon because a lot of them use salt pork, and that's just going to be briny. It's not going to be smoky, and I mm. really like the smoke taste, personally. I like the aggressive porkiness and smokiness of the bacon. 
but it is really easy to overuse the bacon or the pork and have just like bacon potato soup, which is good, but it's not clam chowder and you don't yeah. want to do that. You don't want to do it. <laughs> it's like you just want enough bacon to give you that salty little taste and then be kind of in the background. Now, I was thinking about this when we were reviewing this recipe. What's your opinion on the bacon quality? Like, do you have to have your good, this is my bacon and eggs bacon? Or can you just get, like, whatever store brand? You think that would suffice for this, as long as it's not, like, the worst store brand, whatever? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not. You're going to cut it up into little baconettes, and you're not going to eat big old pieces of it. Uh, so as long as you don't use that shitty black label... It's called like black label yeah, it's or something. Black label. And it's disgusting and don't ever use I it mean, for anything. You if in a pinch if you can get the low sodium one, if that's your only option. But you might as well just kill yourself. I don't know. Just don't don't just The uh the term for the baconettes that you were looking for, they're called lardons. <laughs> lardons. See, this is why you can't say that we don't know how to cook. We know terms and expressions and how to do things yeah we're just we don't we're not, we're a sh we're not chefs but we're 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 pretty middle of the road home cooks there's a lot better home cooks than us but there's a but lot, there's a lot worse, worse yes there's a lot worse than us so. and i'm just trying to relate to the everyman at to home. the everyman joe yeah. six-pack yeah we're not like we're not like snooty and we're not like about to say that we're really good cooks like we're we're good we're we can impress we can impress some people with so long as you're not trying to like impress your parents because every time i try we try to do that i feel like we screw something up no no we've made some i mean we've made some really good stuff that they've really liked well we didn't make them this so moving on from them don't, well, they wouldn't like this anyways. Don't veer any credit towards them. It's all about us right here, right now. And Well, we, the feedback is like the most important thing. I yeah. Mean, we give each other feedback. You know, you cook something and hate it. You you like, you love it, but you hate it. The more you talk about it, the more you, you shit on it. Because <laughs> yeah. you're just thinking about what you could have improved. I mean, I've I've tried to step back and listen to us critique our own cooking. And you would think that by the end of eating the meal, we hated every bite of it. And then we go, so what? You want to, like, do this again in, like, a month? And then... Yeah. Yep. If we... I mean, if we're not still talking about a recipe the whole time we eat it... It's either perfect... It's never... That's never going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> or it's terrible and we're never going to eat it again. Yeah. If you're not talking about it... You're not going to try it again because the recipe is just bad and, or you don't like the flavor or whatever. Whatever. You've, you've given up. It's like a relationship where you don't fight. You're done. Like, it's not a good relationship anymore. No one cares in that relationship. Wow. That's a, that's a real side tangent from cooking. It's just my believies. My believies. Um... Oh, so many weird references. Um, anyway, so yeah, coconut, use the bacon. Um, the recipe in general was 
really straightforward. Well, that's Chef John. Yeah, Chef John's recipes are just good in general, but this one we didn't have to like augment it a lot or deviate from it a lot. Very, you know, it is what it is. I'd say Chef John was definitely my gateway teacher to once you're not working with your mom's recipes or whoever or your dad, whoever's whoever's your family home cook, if you had one. Once you're not working on their basic recipes, Chef John's that like next level anybody can who knows how to hold a knife can really follow his directions. He does them well. Speaks at a great pace, writes everything out very clearly. I feel like he makes the recipe and then writes it and doesn't go back and freaking change it. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. So, that's fair. <laughs> kudos also, to him. He also just he leaves a lot of room for like interpretation, which is that's just you cooking. Yeah, it's good for some people. It's bad for other people. I find it helpful because, like, if you try to follow strict times on things, especially when you're trying to like reduce. In this case, you're trying not to have soupy pasta. You gotta make a roux. You gotta reduce the crap out of the sauce to get it like a thicker consistency. And you have to trust your gut and not be like, five minutes, it should be done. Well, it was five minutes, so it should be done. It's, does it look done? It fucking isn't. Like Again, that's that's why Chef John says I don't like to give times. And you cook it for as however long you need to cook it. That's just you cooking. Yeah. Pick a size and stick with it. That's just you cooking. Those are the two best Chef John tips that show up in every video. <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, this this one, um, reducing and adding the flour that he recommends, I am always like, eh, about adding flour to stuff, because I think my mom taught me that cream sauce recipes with flour are, like, inherently terrible, and she's not wrong, but, like, sometimes it works. It's if the recipe is like half and half in flour, it'll make a great cream sauce. Like no, it won't. No. You'll be sad every time. I've tried it. No, it's you don't make diet cream sauce. A diet cream sauce is a sauce that's not made. Yeah, like just don't make cream sauce. Make it or don't. <laughs> Heavy cream or double cream if you're for some reason if you're not in England in the US listening to this. Yeah. And or nothing. Yeah. yeah no half and half. You have to use heavy cream. You don't have to use flour in every recipe, but roux really work, and they use flour, and this one really works with the roux. It's kind of amazing how this, like, little ball of, like, dough almost turns into the thickest sauces and soups. Yeah, you know? if, if you told me, yeah, I'm just going to make a flour ball and throw it in there, I would have thought you were an insane person for the longest time. Yeah, I'm going to throw a flower ball in there and then burn the shit out of it. It's going to be great gumbo. But, but it is. <laughs> Somehow, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, so that's kind of our advice for cooking it, but generally not difficult to do at all. Really doable. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Let's talk about how it tasted. So we like to drink on weekdays because who doesn't? And uh, we <laughs> I only like to drink on days that end in the letter Y. So 
So we, so we you didn't to. say what day we made this anyways. We could have made it on a Saturday for all they need to know. Well, we didn't. It was like was a it Wednesday not? or something. Was it really? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. But either way, I, I would have tried to pair it with white wine. Like, I specifically will plan like chicken meals or so, like stuff during the week that uses white wine. So we have to buy white wine and it's, it's like, like an built-in excuse to just drink the rest of the bottle. There's no on white wine in this recipe, though. <laughs> no, I know this one's not one of those excuse ones. We just had a good white wine that we did not make sure it was cold enough, and we're idiots because it was like a $35 V&A, and we're we're I feel very stupid for not making it cold enough. <laughs> but it was a very good V&A from our friends at Palumbo Family Winery. In uh, you know Temecula, California, um, we yeah we like wine. We go to wineries a lot in the IE. <laughs> yeah, um, so it's good wine, but don't be an idiot and make make sure it's cold. Um, Please properly chill your beverages before consumption. Yeah, yeah you really because this is such a seafood like light clammy. Like, think, think about, about a, a like a pasta vongol, kind of like a clam. A what? Like a clam sauce, white wine no, pasta. No, pasta what? Vongol. But the, what? What is that word? What does that mean? It's Italian. It's, it means, I don't know, clams, I think. Never heard that before. It's, it's shit that you see on the Italian food menu, and you're like, oh, yeah, pasta vongol. It's clam sauce pasta, and sometimes it's red, sometimes it's white. This, the juice, makes it really rem reminiscent of that white wine taste, and I think for that reason, you want a white with this and not a red. Because um, some, some, some white sauces, you can totally put like a Pinot uh, Noir or some lighter red with it, and it, it works just fine. Like, there's no hard and fast rules with red or white, especially now that there's so much rosé out there, like, you know, it's also rosé isn't for grandmas anymore, like, welcome to the 60s. Welcome to the 60s. <laughs> welcome to right now. Welcome to 10 years ago, man. Um, you know, you can do whatever you want, but I really liked the Viognier. I... It's got a nice fruitiness that's kind of work. It's got like a... Like a little bit of a skunky, in a good way, fruitiness that worked with the clam flavor. Anyway, anyway, if you care about wine, we will have a drink pairing section in most of these episodes because I like to drink and I like to talk about it. Well, you want to feel you want to feel fancy. Yeah, if you're gonna go all this trouble, make some nice. Squilliam, it's my fancy night. My one night it's to my be one fancy. night to be fancy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. The whole restaurant has been rented out by two gentlemen and the dates. Yep. Yep. Okay. No, you know, no SpongeBob playoff here with everything. Moving on. Delicious white wine. Didn't chill it enough. Chill your white wines. Mm -hmm. I'm making the sign of the cross for some reason. I don't know why. Don't get your restaurant bought out by SpongeBob and Patrick. After they become chocolate moguls. Yep. Um, yeah. 
So, with the drink, there was food. We ate it, obviously. Um, it was not visually appealing because we forgot the green on top and the bacon. There wasn't, like, enough on top for it to look good. So, it was kind of Because I put too much in the actual yeah. cooking sauce. Yes. And it was too... It was just so beige and kind of sad looking. But <laughs> oh, would you like to circle back to your favorite expression of Brownman's Delight there? Yeah, it was beige, beigeman's, brownman's delight. It's white people food. Um, but either way, it tasted really good. Like, it would have tasted better with grass on it. Everything does. Um, we definitely went back for seconds on this one. This dish is like, it's supposed to feed maybe four, but we're super fat. So we ate the whole thing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, tasting notes. Um, I really the like at the end of the day, the combo was just super craveable because of the really creamy pork and the really salty or <laughs> the creamy pork. Yes, mm, creamy pork. That sounds like sounds like a can of like creamed pork. Mm. From the fucking, or like pork gelatin. <laughs> From the creators that brought you chip beef on toast. Ugh. Try creamed pork. Creamed pork. I'm sure that exists. Oh, I'm sure awful. it does. We haven't, just haven't found it yet. <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to say the creaminess of the sauce with the like unctuous fishiness of the clam and the salt, like the really salty smokiness of the bacon. It's like... It's mac and cheese, like it's got that craveable. Yeah, that's that's a good way to describe it. it the a mac and cheese. I mean, it's not. But it's not. It's like a seafood mac and cheese, but, but it does have cheese in it. <laughs> yeah, it's like Parmesan, you know. Parmigiano. Reggiano. It has that like the thing that makes you want to keep eating it, like a box of Kraft mac and cheese. Yeah, yeah we did definitely <laughs> go back for those seconds. Yeah, and then I wanted, like, more the next day, and it was gone. Did we eat it all? Oh, yeah, we ate it all. I feel bad about that now. It should have served three fatties, but we're really fat. No, it's just we cook really good sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, sometimes stuff just tastes really good. Yeah. Uh, if, we do, if we do say our so ourselves, our cooking was very good this time. I think it's great every time. Sixty mm, percent of the time works. One hundred percent of the time works every time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Can't always be good. Like, I mean, I've this is the first episode, but I'm planning to have some recipes from like Mama McGee in the fucking swamps of Iowa, who makes garbage can food. Like, we're gonna have some of those because I find those recipes and I try to make them. What, spam casserole? That's good. Yeah. But that's total <laughs> church <laughs> basement. Yeah, it's church basement food. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's there for a reason. And sometimes it's just trash. And sometimes it's like a really good, most of the time it's a really good basis and you just make it yours. Like that potato casserole that I made for you. The... Like, like Mexican, Mexican potatoes are rotten. Yeah. yeah. But when I did it, it was fucking fantastic because it wasn't Brownman's Delight. Well, cause it's just a great, <laughs> the idea of it is just a great 
base. You can do and mix and match whatever you want with it. Make it to fit you, not this recipe, whatever the taco potato casserole was. Yeah. It was like literally potatoes au gratin with like taco meat. And peppers and onions. It was. And cheese. A hot mess. It was delicious. <laughs> Both versions of it. Yeah, but it was one of those like nostalgic yep. things that he liked to eat. Yep. And I was like, I hate this, but like I think we can do something that's better. And we were able to adapt it and make it actually really good. So that's. Those recipes have their place, and they're in my brain making them better. That's where their place is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, that might be about it for our first episode. We're what about your rating system? Oh yeah, that's uh, probably the most important part of the show. We're gonna the most important part of the show. We're just gonna wrap up without going over it. Yeah. Great to have you here listening. Good night. Yeah. All right, I'm just going to... Oh. Sorry. Hopefully I can cut that shit. Um, that, yeah, so we were going to judge this recipe. Obviously, we really liked it, um, but we're going to judge it on a scale of one to five. In five categories. Five categories. Five for five. Uh, first one is going to be ease of use. So... Just how easy is the recipe to read or watch, and based on that, execute. I mean, I'm gonna give this one. I don't want to give it a five because like that's starting to. There is some wiggle room, so I'm gonna give it a four because you have to use your brain. Like it's not gonna tell you exactly how to do everything, and for how long. I'm going to say, based on my experience of reading some good and bad recipes, I'll do it. I'll give it five out of five. Well, going for a five. Yeah. Five. I'm really easy Same to impress. Yeah, you are, yes. I'm really easy to impress. I'll follow a recipe to the T and then figure it out from there afterwards. But at least once through, I'll follow it the way it was written. I thought it was pretty, pretty followable. And would have been great. No, I don't think it would have been great without altering it slightly. But it was easy enough to follow. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, it's hard. You it's, always got to put your own little flair on it. It just depends on your style of cooking, too. Like, I'm saying a four because if you are somebody who, like, needs exact times and directions, Yo. you... This is going to maybe throw you a little bit because you have to, like, fill in the blanks. Which, for me, that's a great recipe because I kind of know how to do that. As long as you give me a general guideline, I'm more happy making it myself. Um, so, I mean, together, we're two halves of a one not-very-good-cook. Oh, stop it. <laughs> so... All right, all right, so you got a four ease of use from me, five from Nick, who was easily impressed. So, 4.5. Oh, our names. Really? You're going to do that now? We haven't mentioned our names this whole episode. We're just weird ghosts that have been talking to you. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, I'm Ashley. I am the sister of... Broseph, uh, once again, Ancient Aliens podcast. <laughs> and uh, 
my husband, we're married, he is Nick. <laughs> Why wasn't this at the beginning of the episode again? Because I thought it would be weird to have disembodied people talking to you that you don't know who they are. Like, you know what? If you like us enough by now, our names don't fucking matter because everybody else is, has the same name. We have two of the most common names in the universe. Should I have a kid name it Mark and... Mark, is Mark a common name? Oh, yeah. Well, not right now, but it'll come back. What, Sam, John? John, James. Jingleheimer, Jingleheimer Schmidt. Schmidt. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what we're going to do with that. Who knows about kids? We don't have any kids. We have three cats, and we love them very much, uh, even though Nick didn't want them. Nope. We <laughs> He loves them. He's a, your typical pet dad that doesn't want pets, and then as soon as I get them, they're like, oh, baby, baby, baby. Yeah, but they still don't like me more. I'm still well, working on that. He's a dog person. I'm a cat person. So they just like me because I don't have, like, energy at all. I'm very lazy and sloth-like. So we compromised and got three cats. Yeah, well, they were all free. I mean, we didn't have to purchase the cats. Free is a relative term. But cats are never free. Pets are never free. Oh, no. Yeah, there was some a, issue. You were on a rating system, I believe? Yeah. Uh, yes, okay, so we have ease of use, four and five, taste satisfaction. And I done, didn't just put taste there because... Something could taste really good, but it can be not what you wanted it to be, like, yeah. which is really frustrating yeah, for me. Yeah, that's super frustrating. Because I want, I'm looking for a recipe that's going to give me a taste that I want. Like, I have a vision in my head for what I want it to taste like, and when it doesn't, I'm like, you know what, even though I like this, it's annoying because it doesn't taste like what I want. I hate recipes that put something, ingredient in the title. And then that ingredient, what was that recently that we made like that? Mm. You know what I'm talking about, though, where they're like, oh, black pepper or something or whatever. And then you're like, there's like a teaspoon of pepper in this whole recipe. Why did <laughs> yeah. you Why did you mention that ingredient if it's not going to, like, shine all the way through? Yeah, the, like, like ancho chili shredded chicken. And they're like, oh, we just threw, like, like a, a little, little sprinkly, teaspoon of yeah. powder in there and went, yeah. No, that's not, don't call it that. <laughs> call it something else. It tastes good. Just don't call it that. Yeah. So well, for yeah. this recipe. Also, you should just know better by looking at the recipe, but sometimes. Well, but I don't know that. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you don't know. Um, so for this recipe, the taste satisfaction, I compared it to mac and cheese. So that's like cream of the crop. Uh, it's got to get a five for me. Um, I mean, it was delicious, and we did eat all of it. I think off of the initial cook, I'm going to call it a four. But, you know, that's like a very soft four because if we if we had corrected, if we had known what we know now, I could very if only easily, we knew, I could very easily give now. it a five. But Okay, we got room to grow. But it's, it's a very soft four. It can be, it, you know, it could have been a five very easily. Yeah, it's, that's fair. Um, all right. So next criteria is cost effectiveness because we're not, you know, multimillionaires or anything over here. We're lower middle class. And 
I'm going to say yes. You know, so, like, we have we have a mortgage to pay and I mean, stuff. we're already doing better than so many people just by that standard. That's, yeah, that's fair. Sorry, everybody who doesn't have a mortgage. Um, move out of Orange County and into the Inland Empire, and you can afford a house. Or Welcome. Or leave California. Yeah, we'll do that. Leave the coastal states. And don't uh, go to Texas. Yeah, but, like, don't do that thinking you're going to be, like, a billionaire in Texas or something because you won't because your job's going to pay you less. So you're not, like, you're going to be in the same situation you are right now where everything's too expensive for how much you make because our government sucks and doesn't keep up with inflation or regulate that their states do that. Uh, like, welcome to the U.S. Um, so... Yeah, I've heard so many people <laughs> our age say that, oh, I'm going to move to Oregon, I'm going to move to whatever. I'm like, it's not going to solve your problems. The only way that it really does, it, or sort of does for a while, is if you own property in California and then you sell it, and then you buy a property somewhere else. Because, like, that's just money that you can take and drop, not perspective money that you don't have that you're gonna make slower because you moved somewhere where you make less like you know what I mean it's you gotta think about this kind of shit <laughs> you gotta think like we did economic class in the middle of your food review yeah yeah I mean not that I know everything either but they, either way you can't be spending too much money on food there you go back to the thread there <laughs> it's down yeah. the little <laughs> rabbit garden path, but we got back. Yeah, you can, uh, like, it depends on the recipe, right? Like, how worth it is it for what you're spending? The lack of beef tells me that this is going to be kind of cost-effective. Yes. Except yeah. bacon, depending on where you live and where you can get it from, super expensive. Yeah, but we got it from Winco, so it wasn't. It was like $3 less than your Albertsons or your Vons or your standard yeah, Pavilion-style like grocery store. Something it was like, like five that. Five bucks, five, six yeah, bucks, which is there. Which is way too much for a pound of bacon. No, but it's insane it's like compared to the grocery store. It's $8 at a lot of the grocery stores and $4 for eggs right now. Yeah. Not to timestamp this video if you want to cross-reference when this came out versus the cost of eggs. Maybe they'll go down one day. You don't know. <sighs> no. no. They won't. They won't. Uh, but yeah, no, this was, this is a crazy cost-effective recipe. The most costly piece is going to be the clams because you got to get frozen and you have to get weights more than you think you need because they don't go very far. I mean, you again, if you have a better canned, uh, canned clams than what we have access to, they're still not cheap. It's frozen or canned, though. They're, they're definitely they're not still... Cheap. They're not cheap. But if you like clams, you yeah. know, it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and then the thing is, it's like you're splurging on that one ingredient, and everything else is very basic stuff. Pretty basic. Like just stock, heavy cream, mirepoix, vegetables. A lot of pantry staples. A lot of pantry staples for the spices, right? Nice. So there's nothing crazy there. Um, yeah, I mean. It's, I'll give it a four because, yes, the clams are expensive, but it does make a good portion, and it's, like, the other ingredients are relatively cost-effective. Uh, 
I don't have anything to say. What are you going to give it? What'd you give it? A four. You gave it a four? Yeah, because the clams are expensive and the bacon. Yeah. Hmm. Everything sucks right now. Like, I don't know. It's better than two years ago. But. Debatable. It's better than two years ago because not as many people are dying of COVID, but, yeah. you know. Okay, Other well, than that, if you're gonna bring that argument, gas right. prices are terrible, so <laughs> it sucks. Anywho's it, so cost effectiveness. Um, yeah, it's gonna sit around a four. Just it gets saved by those pantry staples and things that you can buy for other recipes. So yeah, but damn those clams, damn uh, juicy pussy clams. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. They're. They're just, they just kick it under the five mark. Yeah. Well, and bacon, depending on what you get and where you live. Go to Winco. No, just go to your local food. No, don't do that. No? Okay. If you have a Winco near you, not sponsored, go to Winco. Yeah, seriously, I want Winco to sponsor us. When we get famous off of this fucking scratch and sniff adventure of our own assholes, like, we're having a hard time with podcasting and other art forms because it's like the most it's it just feels so self-centered like farting in a glass and smelling it you know recording your own voice and be like I'm fucking interesting it's a weird thing yep uh, <laughs> but anyways uh, okay cost effective pretty cost effective this recipe is doing really good um, Please explain the WTF factor. The fourth item on the list of criteria is the what the fuck factor. So this is not necessarily required for every single recipe, but it's the unusual ingredient that maybe like attracted us to this recipe and why we thought it might be different or better than other similar recipes. I mean, in the case of this one, I'm just going to say it's clam chowder pasta, and I've never heard of that. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds really interesting and probably good. I like the fact that it uses pasta and thickens the sauce a little bit. Um, it uses potato with pasta. We didn't talk about the potato. Well, I mean, we'll post the recipe under it so you can look at it, but... But, but yeah, yeah there's, there's potato, potato in with, with the, the pasta, pasta and it works. You know, it totally works. Carbs on carbs on fat on carbs. Yeah. It, it seems like it would work. Served with a side of bread. It seems like it wouldn't work, but it totally works. And a glass works. of milk to go with your white wine. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Mm, that reminds me of what are the what's that shit with Kahlua and milk? White Russians. Oh, it reminds me of throwing up num, num, white num, Russians. Num, num, num. Mm, that's a memory. It's a sense memory. Um, so you're you're. So my what the fuck factor? I'm gonna say it's potatoes. Really? But that's in a lot of clam chowder. But this is clam chowder pasta. Yeah. So why isn't the pasta the what the fuck? No, it's the potato. Cause you don't put potatoes in pasta. Yeah, but you don't put pasta in clam chowder. Well then, that can be your what the fuck factor. Okay. Give you what the fuck factor. He knew her. He fucked her. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, okay, well, anyway, so in, that's not a cri 
let's give it a score. So, how weird are the potatoes? That's like a three. It's not that weird. It's kind of weird. I was like, I gotta do this because it just seems interesting. What about pasta? How? What's what's the ranking? Now, in terms of weirdness for pasta, in what is normally a soup, soups very commonly have pasta in them. But this, I would say, is not a soup. It's soup-inspired. Can I say more S's and hold them out more awkwardly? Yeah, I bet you didn't know this was going to be like an ASMR special because we are using the shittiest, cheapest recording software and the microphones in the world. Because we don't like spending money. I'd say four out of five on the weirdness for the pastas. <laughs> oh no, who gave you free range of your own headset? <laughs> Ugh. You hear all my lips smacking? Mm. Nom 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 nom. <laughs> so yeah, four out of five on uh, turning it into, because it's not really a soup anymore, it's just soup inspired, but it's delicious. So wait, you gave it a four on what the fuck? Yeah. But, like, it's not that surprising. All right. It's, I think it's surprising. It's your fucker. Because, because you took a soup and you, you reduced it down, and then you threw a pasta in it. You could have just made a really thick spoon standy up clam chowder. But instead, you put. Some <laughs> like a Dairy Queen clam chowder? Yeah, like a blizzard <laughs> with your clam chowder. You know, you that's sugar over, over doesn't come out. That's what it looks like in the fridge after like a day but you don't want to eat it then I don't know Maybe, what am I being of? fine fine I'll take back my four is that what you want five out of five no I'm gonna stay with four I don't know I thought easily it was interesting impressed. told you I'm easily impressed yeah well speaking of leaving it in the fridge well the last the last criteria doesn't really apply here but like I believe I believe I believe in it um does it leftover? Okay, this goes back to being cheap and wanting to have lunch the next day and not have to like plan lunches. I don't like doing that. I like making food that makes leftovers because I work from home and I can use a microwave or a stove if I really want, which is great. So, <laughs> so great. So, you know, so it's important if something has the potential to leftover well, you know, like keep well and reheat well. Or whether it totally doesn't. Yeah, based on our general experience of trying to take leftovers to work, like there, you know, there are just some things that don't leftover well. Like we tried really hard to make like a, a jerk chicken work as a leftover, and just the way that that's required to work, it it, it doesn't. It doesn't leftovers very well. Uh, you know, no, chicken in general, like unless it's chicken breast. I feel like chicken, any other meat, like thigh, is just gets gross. Like the texture of it is yeah, it's rubbery. not savable. Yeah. It's sucky. <laughs> Pork leftovers really well. Because, yes. Because you can take the, 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 the shittiness of the dried pork and just slather it in a sauce, and then you can forgive it a little bit. Well, if you don't, like, overcook it the first time. So when I overcook it the first time, and then you microwave it, because I always overcook my pork. <laughs> I mean, I try to. Yeah, we've gotten better. I try. But in turn, pastas, though, pastas usually. That's usually if, a safe bet. If you don't eat it all the day you make it, usually, I would have thought that this would have 
this would have left over hands down no problem you know, if you have the access, freshen it up with some more cheese. Some more clams. But that's not part of the leftovering. <laughs> Get some more clams. Uh, that's just a critique in general. <laughs> Don't not put enough clams in it. It's such if a bummer. If you take nothing away from this podcast about this recipe. Clams are like vaginas and you should eat more of them. Nom, 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 nom. Yeah. So, so does a leftover? I I would say five, but I don't know for sure because I didn't. <laughs> you ate it all. I ate it all, like a big tub of goo. And nom 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 nom. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a four because I don't know for sure. I can't tell you for sure, good people, whether the it's only issue that you can run into is the whole separation. microwaving of cream. Yeah, and cream separating. sauces can separate. This one, I I'm not sure. I think it would have done well. I think it would have done well. Um, you gotta if you're gonna microwave a cream sauce though, you gotta do it in stages, like 30 second increments, not this one minute <laughs> bullshit that you do for. What is it? Put it in for a minute. Two okay. minutes. Two minutes. Two minutes. What is it? Two, two minutes. minutes. Are you an insane person? Oh, everything. Two minutes. No, everything. Everything. One minute. You can always add more heat. You can't take it away. No, I don't have time for this. Sh- oh, you're the guy. Okay, so but you ate frozen food for like every day forever for like a long time and you actually did the shit where you like poked it the first time and then microwave it for a minute and then take the thing off and then stir it and microwave it did you not read the directions oh my god i read them and directions are there for a reason i you know what i did i read them added up all the times and put it in for that amount of time why did that too when it's something i've made for the millionth million because i don't have time for this bullshit and that's why lean cuisine that's why all of your lean cuisines tasted like buttholes they always are gross. No, you can make them taste good if you follow no. the directions. No, you can't. The directions are there for a reason. I appreciate that, but the lean cuisines are never frozen food or frozen meals. Like, I can't. I can't go back. Yeah, I can't either. So much salt. It's so, so unsatisfying. Bland. So salty and bland. Yeah. It's, it's so hard just, to go back. It's awful. But, I mean, but it was great in college when I didn't care and didn't have time to deal with that. But, yeah, anymore, it's like I can't, I don't even want it as, like, a quick snack. I'd rather, I would rather eat mayo, fake crab salad from the grocery mm, store. I want to do that Which is disgusting. So gross. But it really scratches this, no. like, mayo no. itch that mm. I have sometimes. Like, egg salad scratches the mayo itch sometimes. Like, you just want a scroogey, cummy thing. To, mm. Like... Mm-mm. No. <laughs> you were neglected mayo as a child. I, yeah, my mom hates mayo, so I never had it. Like, she always had Miracle Whip bullshit, and it's... Oh, I remember Miracle Whip for a it's while. It's sucky. It's not mayo. My grandma used to make everything with mayo, and then my mom had Miracle Whip horse shit, and I'm like, and you wonder why I like grandma's peas better. Like, why is there mayonnaise in your peas? There wasn't. There, they were the same exact peas, and my mom made them the same exact way, and it just pissed her off forever that I liked grandma's better. <laughs> but, but anyway, for real, mayo, just, I just want real mayo. That's all I want. Miracle Whip is to mayonnaise as what half and half is to 
heavy whipping cream. If it calls for mayo, just use the mayo. Just use mayo. If it calls for heavy whipping cream, heavy cream, just use the heavy cream. Because Miracle Whip is like mayo mixed with vinegar, which isn't like inherently a bad thing. It's just, it's just not. wrong. It adds it's a weird tang, and I don't like it. You can't control it. I don't like it. Is the problem. Nope. I don't like it. Although I'll sit here all day and go, oh, tomato paste and vinegar? Just use ketchup, idiot. Like, it's the same bullshit. That's not. And you know it. <laughs> it's the same. It's not. There's so much sugar in ketchup. Isn't it? Isn't it the same? Depends on it's what recipe you're doing. Yeah, it does. If it's Asian and it says use ketchup, use ketchup. There's a reason. Um, yeah, so we, we think it would leftover. We think so. Oh, is uh, that the point we were on? <laughs> we were yeah. That was the point of this whole show. When we went on this mayo tangent. How to make food from a recipe that doesn't suck and doesn't cost a billion dollars. And if it does cost a billion dollars, like, we'll tell you if it was worth a billion dollars. Because sometimes it is. Like, if it's beef, and it's well, good beef, it is. Yeah, beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, if you if you're but don't like meat... Budget uh, beef is a no-go. We'll try to... No, I, I won't. No, I try to do, no. like, veggie sides and things, but Nick's a huge baby. But I try yep. to do it anyway, and sometimes I'll eat it, and he'll just eat nothing, because he's a baby. Yep. And I'm going to go with a credit card. <laughs> I'm still going to make it, and I'm. I'll, get I'll talk wings. about it. I'll get chicken wings. We like meat a lot. Like, we eat meat a lot. Probably too much. No, no, meat's fine. As long as it's, like, chicken. Chicken's fine. Or fish is fine, but you won't eat that. Uh, no. No, I won't. I should, but I don't. Well. Anything else on your organizational chart list here? Oh, no. Just the bio that you put at the very end? Yeah, I talked about this. I talked about most of the stuff on this. I mean, we're just we're just people that like to cook food. Like that's the best way to put it. We're not we're not, we're not Keenan Kodos. We're not trained. We're not anything. We have day jobs, and we just kind of wanted to make a podcast for some other people that like cooking, and generally maybe have a hard time finding recipes that work for them or like hearing us talk. Or you just want to hear the opinion of somebody else that may have made the same thing as you without having to read all those toxic YouTube comments. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. We're, we're generally non-toxic. Generally. Unless you can talk about the economy. Well, I don't, I don't want to talk about that. That's, well, that's good. Because we're doing a food podcast. If you want to talk about the economy, head on over to our other podcast that's never going to get made. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, don't have, uh, we don't have one of those. I'm going to start one when oh. I should be at work. Yeah. Okay. Well, stay tuned for Nick's Economics. Economics. Ah, Economics with, with <laughs> Professor Nick. Asterisk, not a professor. You don't have to have the ostrich. You don't have to have an ostrich after your name. You don't need an asterisk. Doctor Phil went years with no asterisk, and he wasn't a doctor at all. Nope. Nope. But I mean, you could have a degree that says you're a doctor, but like, you're a doctor in sociology. Like, that's not gonna help the dying guy on the plane. It's not gonna help. 
It's mostly stories. Mostly stories. So are we just rambling at this point because we don't really know how to end this? Yeah. So you should end it right here. Um, yeah, well, I, guess, I mean, I can just cut no. whatever. No, no, you have to leave this part in where we acknowledge that we're <laughs> rambling to the ending and then leave the part in where I said we should stop and then leave the part in where I explained about leaving the part in about leaving the part in. Okay, well, thanks, everyone, for listening, all two people, and we just appreciate that you listened, if you made it this far. Maybe you didn't, and then fuck you. <laughs> okay, bye.